What's good, everyone? You're listening to On Our Level with Sam and David talking all things casual drinking, gaming, media, and entertainment. Good afternoon, David. How's it going? Do you want to start off with what you're drinking today? Good afternoon. Um, yes, today I am drinking Talisker Storm. Now, I, I can't remember if you've had this one because we've got the same box set, don't we? The uh, gift Yes. Pack. But um, yes, I'm drinking Talisker Storm. It's the last one in my gift box that was from my girlfriend for my birthday. Yes, and it mentions spicy maritime intensity. So I've, uh, I've had a sip already and it's definitely like spicy. It, it's quite nice so far, but I'll let you know how it goes later on. What are you uh, drinking today? I've gone quite rogue. I've gone for a company I've never heard of before. It's called Inverglen. Oh, yeah. It's a blended Ooh. malt Scotch whiskey. It is 12 years, so it is legit. So it's come from a small batch matured in oak barrels, product of Scotland. So Love not that. one I've heard before. Again, something that's come from a gift set. So I'll give you as best a review as I can. You, they are, yeah, fantastic. Gives you a nice little selection. Where um, today we're going to cover some of the things that we've been watching over the past few lockdowns. A little bit different. I know we've been quite heavy on the gaming side, so we thought we'd mm. switch it up because we do want to kind of cover a range of media and entertainment. So I'll get started. One of the big things, and I know you did as well, so it's quite a nice um, starting topic, was the Marvel films. Yes. Now, I got a Disney Plus membership as part of my Xbox Live subscription or Game Pass or Ultimate or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I think on the second lockdown that started around January, me and my girlfriend rinsed them all <laughs> in cinematic <laughs> order as well. So it was new to me. I've watched some of them. I say maybe about 60% of them, but not all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm a huge, uh, huge Marvel fan, but my girlfriend, she's, she's watched like the odd one or two before lockdown, but like not in, not in the right order. Like when I first started going out with her, she said... <laughs> She went to go see, and I think it was Endgame in the cinema. And I was like, oh, yeah, have you seen all the others then? And she's like, no, <laughs> no. I was like, oh, no, you can't. So we, uh, yeah, we watched Infinity War, but yeah, watched the whole of it, like a proper marathon of all the Marvel films. That's it. Including the TV shows. Like, we, oh, we've, nice. just, we've just finished uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Uh, WandaVision was just, yeah, so sad. Did, did I've heard watch- good things about the TV series, but I haven't. I know they. I think they link on at the end, but mm. I haven't watched them. So we just yeah. watched the whole films, and actually going back over them, it's quite interesting when you watch them in the cinematic order. The little like hints and stuff you see later so down the line, clever. and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, because I think prior to watching them, I'd not watched any of the Thor films, and actually, I'd come out of them, and they're probably one of my favourites in the whole series. Yeah, yeah, Thor, Thor's great. Yeah, we love uh, the Thor films. Uh, I think. My one of my favorite of uh, Marvel films of like all time is Thor Ragnarok, just because of how mm. weird it is. But um, yeah, those are some of the great, greatest ones. I think Ant Man is some of our faves as well, just because it's so funny. Yeah, um, is it Paul Rudd or something? He's just yes, it yeah, very funny. They've got a good guy. family family element in that Ant Man mm. film as well. It's not too kind of fifteen kind of plus range, but I th- Thor to me. I know Marvel does have that distinct comedy value, but the mm. Thor ones got it spot on, and it was just, I don't know. Just, I, I think it was probably the fact that I'd not seen them before as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Prior, to, prior to that, I would say that the Iron Man series were my favourite. Like, when the first Iron Man came out, I can't remember how old I was, probably in my mid-teens, but it was like, oh my God, this film is insane. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was just the idea of a superhero being somebody who's kind of, Rather than being born with a superpower, it's something yeah, that he's developed guy. himself and created, like in technology, and, and anybody could have been 
with like the knowledge and skills to apply themselves. And that to me made it more like involving. Yeah, I think not not wanting to go down like the whole comic book route because like we could do that. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's, I think that's one of the reasons why loads of people like Batman as well because he's mm. he doesn't have any powers, but he's kind of he's just done it by himself. I know he's got a, a load of money, so he can buy everything, but that's not the point. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, we love the the Marvel marathon, but uh, it can get long. It can, it can get, get long, very long. I can't remember how long it actually is. The um, films, some of the at the end game ones is like three, three and a bit hours. Oh, I tell you what, as well, Guardians of the Galaxy always surprised me. The first time I watched them, I wasn't too interested. Second times, they were spot on as well. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, they're quite funny. I think they've got a good group of them. Yeah, and like they each bring something separate to Guardians of the Galaxy. If you know what I mean, like they're all very yeah. funny in their own way, but bring them all together, just all the different personalities. Yeah, the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, great ones. There's jokes. But um, I think on a lot of, I mean, you can watch them all on Disney Plus, I believe, which is mm. where I watch them. And a lot of them do the upscaling to Ultra HD, I think, across the board. So watching them on a 4K display was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, you see them in a new experience and they're really vivid. I mean, some of the newer ones like the end, the, the, it, watching them all the way through in cinematic order made the final end game that much more thrilling and like yeah. in you felt i felt more emotionally invested knowing the full storyline so i highly highly recommend going back over them and watching them in that order if you haven't mm, yeah it just it made it more like impactful didn't it because it's it's been years in the making of leading up to this one point and then oh yeah i i just i still remember watching that in the cinemas it was great no spoilers no spoilers no no no, no absolutely not i know it's been out for a while but no we're not going to do that to you <laughs> but um yeah, because we are uh, on Disney Plus. It's they've actually got it in cinematic order. I think of yes, release. that's so it. It's, yeah. You don't have to go online and try and find one of those graphs of like which came first because it gets a bit confusing. <laughs> what um, what what else did you watch through lockdown? So I, I, one that's probably going to be quite surprising to you and others is I was very late to. Um, I watched it through. I think two three episodes when it first came out. It was Stranger Things. Oh yeah, um, big big show when it originally came out. Like really really popular. I'm not usually a fan of child acting. I find it really hard to watch sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, personally, I just don't find it up to scratch or what you'd expect from a child in kind of the real real life or hypothetical situations that they're mm-hmm. portrayed in. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I'll give it to them. It was an exception. The show was. Like I said, received rave reviews. Um, it was massive when it came out. Everyone was talking about it, watching it religiously. Um, but I mean, I didn't have Netflix until recently. Oh yeah, of course. I I keep forgetting that you didn't. Uh, you haven't had Netflix for like as long as I have. Yeah, I love Stranger Things. Uh, I think it was when it first came out, it was. I I got drawn to it because it's kind. Of, I love that kind of era and the music and all that, like the neon kind of. I can't, is it 80s or something? 80s, I think, yeah. 80s, yeah. But because um, we've got the, um, I love the soundtrack to it. We've got it on vinyl and it's so cool. Yeah, I just love, love Stranger Things. It gets, it's really dark as well, to be fair. It like, is, especially the later one. I'd say the third series yeah. when we watched it. Was it the third one? It got very dark and, yeah. and, and I don't know, it just wasn't. It's not what you expected. No, it took a bit of a turn. (laughs) But I mean, the the, the show stars, I think Millie Bobby Brown as Mm -hmm. as the kind of lead character, Eleven, Finn Wolfhard, Wyam Ryder, and David Harbour, who I think plays a really interesting character as the... Yeah, he's Jim Hopper, who I think is actually ends up being one of my favourite characters towards the end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's he's kind of like that dad character, isn't he? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I love him. He's, uh, He's 
coming up in some uh, Marvel stuff as well. I yes, think he's, I he's seen kind that. of made his big break from Stranger Things. It was a great, sh- it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. The, the three seasons are fantastic. As is with most series, I tend to find as the seasons go on, there is a slow decline in yes. quality of product, and the storyline does deviate quite wildly. Um, I mean, the other thing about the show that I like and made me want to go back to it was the involvement of the characters in the game Dead by Daylight, which fit quite well together. Yeah, and the, yeah, the yeah. inclusion of some of the characters, I think Nancy, um, is it Jonathan, and the Demogorgon as one of the, the killers. And that always sticks up quite well because that's a game we play quite a lot of. Yeah, yeah, we played that game quite, quite a fair bit, to be fair. I, I, I can't believe they're actually bringing all these like different characters and different uh, kind of like universes into it because I'm pretty sure they've just recently put uh, characters from the Resident Evil franchise in as well. Mm. um, Yeah, yeah, it's very cool how they can do that. Very cool. It's good. I I like the soundtrack, you're right. I like the kind of style of the show. Mm. I like the supernatural kind of feel to the whole thing's going around. And like you said, it does get quite dark, but not in a scary way, but just quite dark and sinister. Yeah, it's very kind of like teen... um, I, want, I kind of, I, yeah, I want to say it's kind of like a, a teen uh, action kind of comedy thing, really, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, not going to give you nightmares. <laughs> but the, the, the comedy aspect came out quite a lot, especially in the third season as well, if yeah, I remember sure. correctly. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It's, I know it's a bit late down the line. I think there's three series now. Yeah, the so, fourth is coming yeah. out soon, I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah so yeah, I'll, I'll be watching sure. that one. Yeah, coming out this year. So on Netflix for that one, if anybody hasn't watched it already, but I'm sure the last, vast majority of you have. Any other TV series? I was going to pass one of those one you said you were going to talk about on Netflix. Yes. Um, I, I think basically everyone watched this. I don't think you have. I'm pretty sure you've said that you haven't watched this. Um, no, I'm going to put my hands up. I have not watched this one. Yeah, Tiger King. Mm. Tiger King. It's, I, I just found it really, <laughs> really like insightful. Because it's just kind of like this world that you you have no idea what is going on behind closed doors with it. Like we love, uh, like, oh, is it Longley and everything like that? But as soon as you see these kind of like these tigers in captivity, and it's not even about the animals at the end of the day; it's about the people who run it. And like, oh, God, what was his name? Um, Joe Exotic, who is uh, like the main character from it. Who uh, I'm pretty sure no spoil no spoilers like he he does go to prison but i'm pretty sure he's still in prison now but, um, it's, it was it's, it's a it's one of those um documentaries isn't it the, the whole yes. basis of the program is about a documentary about a guy that has uh, a, a zoo or a, t- a tiger enclosure right yeah i think it's like a tiger sanctuary but he basically makes a a load of money off it and it's just a crook <laughs> yeah and it was it was it was a big show i remember everyone raving about it. it's one of those ones that Netflix do quite well at marketing, especially on social media, and it blew up out of nowhere. And obviously you have the song as well. It's like Carol Baskin. And yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very popular meme that even I find mm. funny, even though I haven't seen it, I know what it's about. Yeah. But it's, that's what I think Netflix are usually very good at with those documentaries. They pick a really controversial subject. And like you said, in re- regards to zoos, I've never been a huge fan of zoos. I mean, I can go and appreciate an animal in the wild as long as I'm not disturbing it. But as soon mm-hmm. as it's in captivity for me, it's always like a small element of like morals and does that animal want yeah. or need to be there? Like yeah, I understand I sometimes I conversa- con- conservation is needed of <laughs> some it. animals, but it got there eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I might watch it. I don't know. It's good. It is, as I said, it's very weird because it's that whole kind of different side to the what's going on behind closed doors. It's so weird. 
and just things happen that you're like how how are they how are they like still around and how they can get away with these different kind of things that go on it's just i definitely recommend it it's i wouldn't take it too seriously but yeah it's quite funny i think that the legal repercussions are still ongoing because i see it Mm. jumping around in the news every now and then or something or other but yeah, that one that one's on Netflix as well. Yeah. Another very popular one. So if anybody wants to check it out, that one's on Netflix. I'm going to jump to one that I've actually just finished recently. It might be a little bit lesser known to some people. Mm-hmm. It's actually called All of Mankind and it was a release on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, I think as part of getting a new Apple product a couple of years ago, you got a free one-year subscription to the new Apple Plus Apple TV Plus service, which was at the time, okay. They have a very loose catalogue. It's starting to build up a lot more. They've got some big names in there. Um, but All of Mankind appealed to me for similar reasons Starfield does. Um, it's a space setting. Um, anything space-related to me, I'm always really interested in. It fascinates me. Um, and this one, it's, it's, it's based on an alternative version of the events that happened in 1969, which was during the space events, the space race, the lunar landing and all of those kind of things. And the alternative reality based on it is that the Soviet Union beats the United States to the moon and the repercussions of it and how it affects the further space race and what happens. That's cool. Um, so as the as space race evolves over time, um, it, it kind of builds up its own kind of different sort of challenges and goals and how actually the United States continue to push further past the lunar landing to really push boundaries, set up bases, do different things. I mean, I don't want to say too much, but it's a fantastic TV series that has elements of kind of realism and facts and alternative events that could have happened alongside some quite good drama, I think. Um, the cast consists of Joel Kinnaman, who I think is also, do, he's part of Suicide Squad, um, Michael Dorman, who plays a really interesting character, who has a, a, a touch-and-go relationship with his, his wife, Sarah Jones, um, and a couple of other big names, but it, if I feel really involved. It's very gripping, mm. and I like the way they have twisted a real-life event and flipped it on its head. I mean, in the second series as well, they've gone on to talk about um, how the relationship between Russia and, and the United States is still tense, how the bases have worked out. Each season, the base has expanded. There's new people there. And the new season kind of leak trailer is an instant reveal to what's going to happen in the future. And the kind of hint was that they're going to the Mars. So that that show for me, I loved. Not something I usually watch, but I absolutely mm-hmm. loved. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sold. I'm absolutely sold. I'm going to check that out because I love uh, space stuff as well. And that sounds right up my street. Um, I've recently just got a, uh, a new iPhone as well. So I've got the Apple, I think Apple TV Plus, whatever it's called. That's it, um, yeah. For like a year. Um, I haven't actually checked it out yet. I, I've I've seen a couple things, but um, I needed something like to get my attention from it. You know what I mean? So I will absolutely check that out. That sounds really cool. It's got like a bit the, of everything and the right balance because there's mm-hmm. also some like sort of political things in there, also to do with kind of race at the time and mm-hmm. how uh, people from Bain backgrounds weren't necessarily put in positions that they should have been. And they weren't based on ability, but more of the colour of their skin yeah, or their background you. or something like that. So there are some really hot political topics and it gives you a bit of an insight to how policy and Congress works in the United States and how things are influenced over at NASA back then or the possibility of those things. So it's a good one. I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I really like those kind of alternate like what if shows where mm, they, they mm. have like an alternate kind of timeline, if you get me. Like um, I think there's I, I read a book and it was um, Man in the High Castle. 
and it's where I think it's Nazi Germany, like they win the world war. Um, but they've turned that into a TV series as well. I think it's on Amazon prime, Amazon prime video, I think. Yeah. I love all that kind of like what if scenario stuff. It's almost like a simmered down version of black mirror, but in a long kind of seasons extent, it's, it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. So, I've got two that I want to talk about. I've, I've kind of clumped these two together because they're both on Amazon Prime Video and they're kind of, they're not similar, they're not like related, but um, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of loosely related. So the first one is The Boys. Mm. Um, now, I don't know if you've seen this, but it is crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's basically like superheroes, but what they'd actually be like in real life and like, the kind of situations they get into, like the moral, uh, moral grey areas, and like big corporations trying to own superheroes and marketing, and it's 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 mental. It's it's very cool show, but it's pretty uh, it's pretty harrowing to be fair. <laughs> very very harrowing. But um, I think I recalled a trailer, but I don't know too much about them. Literally, the first episode. This isn't a spoiler because it's 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 the first thing that happens. Mm. A guy standing on the street, uh, on the on the on the sidewalk, with his girlfriend, and so a superhero <laughs> runs into her, and she like explodes, and that's how it starts. And it's just, wow. yeah, oh, throws you in the deep end. It literally, yeah, it literally throws you in the deep end. But um, yeah, there's two seasons of that on Amazon Prime Video, and I thoroughly recommend it. Thoroughly recommend it. I'll have to give it a listen again. Amazon Prime isn't one I've had, so I'll definitely be adding it to my list and having a shot. Yeah, I had it with my uh, my phone contract, but because I've just upgraded, they're like, oh, no, we don't do that anymore. So I've lost that. But uh, I got um, Apple TV Plus now instead. But um, the, the second one I wanted to talk about is it's pretty recent. It's called Invincible, and it's a, a cartoon. Uh, I can't remember who it's actually done by, but... Um, there are so many famous voice actors in it and so many famous actors. Mm. Uh, a couple including J.K. Simmons, who's obviously Spider-Man, he's in Whiplash. Mark Hamill um, from Star Wars, just a legendary voice actor. Yeah. Um, Seth Rogen, Sandra Oh from Killing Eve, uh, Stephen Yeun, and just so many more. It's, it's so good. I've, I, I, I hype this up to everyone who I talk to about it because... It's not what you think. Like the whole way while you're watching through it, I'm not going to not going to say anything about what happens because I don't want to be one of those guys. But it is incredible. Thoroughly recommend it to even people who don't really like superhero stuff. Just the the story behind it is just yeah, it's it's incredible. One of my favorites that I've watched in a long time. In a long time, I can't say I've heard of it. It's I'll have so to pick good. that one up as well. Yeah, so oh, good. But that one's on Amazon Prime as well. So yeah. Another one I don't have access to, but hopefully at some point when I get a minute, I'll be paying for more subscriptions. Mm. Um, I mean, I'll finish off. I think you've watched this one as well, and it was Tenet. I am a sucker for a Chris Nolan film. He's probably one of my favourite film directors by quite some way. Mm. I like TV shows and films that I have to watch and think a little bit about or make me think or make me want to guess the next move constantly and get it wrong and be like, oh, why did I not see that coming? And Chris Nolan has that down in all of his films to an absolute T. So that stuff from like um, 
Inception. Did he do Dark Knight? He did do The Dark Knight. He did um, Inception. Yeah. What he said that. He said, what was it, Interstellar? And Tenet, I mean, to me, didn't let me down at all. No. It It was a fantastic film from start to finish, a very, very complex timeline. Christopher Nolan loves to work with the idea of time and how it warps reality and the idea of time as a concept and how you can go in different directions was the main theme of this one. Um, it was the, the whole kind of show was armed with just the, the only word tenet and it was kind of the idea of fighting for the entire survival of the world and how there were two kind of groups I think it was the protagonists um, and, and somebody else and it was the idea of one person moving through time in one direction and one person moving in time in another direction but also having backward phases of each forwards and backwards time if you're still well, with just, me just remember just hearing you explain it just reminds me of how crazy that film is I remember, I remember all of the marketing material for it, and it was basically like, yeah, as you said, time moving backwards, but time was still moving forwards kind of at the same mm-hmm. time as going backwards. I was like, oh, my God, my head. But, I think um, they called it temporal pincer movements, which ooh, was like the idea of yes. different journeys, uh, people travelling through different journeys through a twilight world, which was God. said on multiple occasions, and the, the idea of international espionage on a mission that, that would unfold in something that was just far beyond the real time, and it was yeah. so tricky to follow. Very I mean, it, the, 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 the lead... Oh, I can't remember who... Uh, what's his name? Robert Patterson's Robert Patterson's in it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, his reveal at the end is quite interesting. Um, I, I think they were both unnamed CIA, CIA operatives um, and they were recruited by a mysterious organisation called Tenet and mm. the idea was that they were preventing the possibility of like a, a global um, assignment that unfolds and it results in World War Three. Um, but I think the, 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 the main bad guy was a renegade Russian oligarch. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't remember who the, who the bad guy was in, in the end. I just remember just all the time stuff. Like, because I was focusing so hard on trying to figure out which way in time they're going through that I just, I just kind of got sidetracked by the story. I, I think I, just, I need to watch that again. I think I've, I've only I mean, seen I've watched it. it. It's, it's Christopher Nolan films I have to watch two, three yeah. times. I always yeah. do to understand it because it's just one of those things. And it's like... I remember the one of the main final action scenes. They talk about one of these temporal pincer movements, and it's like full blown action. There's people happen. There's like action on the field where it's happening. People are going in both directions. There's a yeah. guy sat on a boat in another part in time getting involved in it. It's like absolutely mind boggling yeah, and confusing. It's, it's very crazy. It's typical, kind of like I think I saw a review for it, and it said it was um, Inception on crack. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's absolutely, that's it. Spot on. But I think you can stream that one on Amazon Prime. Um, Other than that, I'm sure you can probably download and pay for that one now on its own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that one is great. Um, It's funny you say about things where you like how you need to focus when you're watching Mm. stuff. Because I've got to be in the the right mindset for it. Sometimes I just want to, after a long, long, hard day at work, just sit on the couch and just kind of tune out. So... uh, uh, I've got a couple of honourable mentions uh, for the end. I've got, uh, we, th- and this goes to show how much we watched over lockdown. Mm. So we basically binged the whole of uh, the Office US series. We binged the whole of New Girl, the whole of Modern Family that's on Netflix. I think there's like three <laughs> more seasons of that left, but um, they're not on Netflix. Um, and basically, the whole of Lost which is a, 
a classic from years ago. But um, yeah, we kind of gave up. We we got to the very last season, then we got like three episodes left or something, and we just kind of like, no, we can't do this anymore. We've uh, it just it, I think it broke us. If I'm honest, it was just a bit difficult to kind of follow. That's a lot of episodes to watch there alone across yep. those four shows, yep. like a lot, a lot. And then having stuff like that, and then doing uh, Zoom Zoom quizzes. Uh, yeah, it's just lockdown's been long. Lockdown's been very long, but um, hopefully things uh, things will start going back to normal soon. Well, it looks like they are at the moment, so fingers crossed mm. no more lockdowns until another variant comes along. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we've been watching over the past couple of lockdowns over the past year. Um, Trying to take a look at some trailers, watch them. They were our hot, hot picks from that. I'm sure we'll cover some of our favourite TV shows in future episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just only scrapes the surface of the stuff that we like. Mm. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I think this is, our, this is our like top picks for lockdown we will absolutely come back to our like favorite shows because there's there's loads that we can talk about with that oh um, yeah definitely yeah for sure sure but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll round it off there um david how was your drink how was your oh, talisker storm uh yes so talisker storm uh very pleasantly surprised um after having i can't remember what i had last week actually i think it was johnny walker black label um this one's definitely more kind of spicy and it hits the back of your throat a bit more mm. um, as essentially on the on the packet it says uh, it's powerful spicy maritime intensity uh, which comes from cast specially selected from their expressive character but uh, I don't know how they figure out an expressive character of a barrel but um, I like it I like <laughs> oh, there's it. so much to a barrel so much mm. to a barrel how was that um, how was I can't, how was yours? I can't remember what it was. Uh, what it was called. Inverglen. Do you know what? This is the first one I've had. Yeah. That I wouldn't jump back to. Oh no! Um, what a shame. It, it was okay, mm. but there was nothing that really Surprised stood out to me you. when I was drinking yeah. it, or or had like what it smelled like. It was it was kind of in the middle between smoky and sweet, and it was almost like undecided on where uh-huh. it was going or what it was going to be. Got I don't know. It was okay. I wouldn't say no to any whiskey, but yeah. compared <laughs> to other ones... Just put it in front of you. Yeah, sure, I'll have a, I'll yeah, have a whiskey. Absolutely. What is it? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in, in the Glen, the blended uh, malt scotch whiskey, I wouldn't buy it again over other ones, but oh it was okay. It's a, that's the first negative review. Yeah, first one we've I've had. given. Crikey. Well, hopefully uh, the last one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so um, as always cheers for listening guys I hope you take away something from the shows you've been watching if you like the fact that we've been talking about something different today um, we hope to go off on a few different routes including music film TV series who knows other forms of, of media um, let us know what you think um, give us a follow on Instagram drop some comments about our latest episodes we like to hear your feedback and what you like and what you don't we also do a lot of interactive polls and quizzes we can get involved in so please head over there when you get an opportunity um, be sure to download follow us and um, subscribe to us on any platform that you're listening on that's Apple Music Spotify Overcast Radio Republic all of that jazz Anchor FM um, it means a lot to us and it always shows that you, uh, you you're supporting us and you, you, you enjoy our shows which is great um, we'll round it off there I've been Sam and I've been David take it easy because you're now on our level 